0: What's going on, everybody? It's Bob's Three Toad Warriors. We got some sit starts for you on the live stream, and we are doing that right now.
1: Sounds like football, baby.
2: What up, guys? This is Kyle. The Fantasy Football Smackdown. It's Friday for you guys listening to some recorded version, but if you're doing the right thing, you're hanging out with us live, pre-gaming Thursday night football. Uh, myself and Bob over the last few weeks been doing some preview shows, but as I na- made the an announcement on the Smackdown feed, we're mixing it up a bit. Uh, gonna be more interactive with you guys, do- bringing on some cool guests here every week now on this Thursday night live stream. So, uh, Bob, how you feeling, bro? I'm feeling good. Feeling good. Uh, Looking forward
0: to some sit starts. Live streaming is always a good time, especially when we have these awesome guests. None of these guys are new to anybody who's been listening to the shows. But for those who are just tuning in, it's early in the season. You know, give you all a break. Uh, We're going to go around the room. Uh, You know me. I can be found on Twitter at Bob's Three Toad. And on YouTube at Bob's Three Toad Warriors. That's where you can watch the action. Kyle can be found at Kyle ff fellas because he's ff lazy and doesn't want to change his uh tag and he's even wearing the shirt today for those <laughs> watching I, on the I youtube throwback shirt, baby <laughs> bob why don't you introduce yourself uh where you can be found and uh, what you got going on real quick the other bob
1: great and bob from uh from IED sports you can find us at sports.com or youtube.com backslash iad sports cover nfl mls um, We have new guys on college football and a group that just launched covering NHL hockey. Find us there.
0: Awesome. Detroit Beastie, come on with it.
3: You know me. I'm Chris. I'm in Detroit. You can find me at Detroit Beastie. Bottom of the barrel is out now. That's my weekly DFS article. Uh, it's pinned on my profile. So uh, come chat and hang out and find me there.
0: There you go. You want to talk about some betting? There's your man. Jernigan, over to you, sir.
4: Yes, sir. Thank you guys for having me. Uh, at Jernigan 79 on Twitter. Life has been in the way, so I haven't been super active on FakePigSkin.com, but you can find some of my older stuff there. And Once I get back to writing on the regular, that's where it'll be. Awesome. We're going to do live streams
0: every Thursday night at 6.15 uh, p.m. Central Time or 7.15 Eastern or whatever time zone you're at. Calibrate Yourself um but that way you can (laughs) calibrate yourself that way you can get the information make those last minute sit start decisions if you got the thursday night game and get hyped up for football and roll right into it so grab grab a a beverage grab your your food yeah grab your laptop and let's do this so cheers it is all right over to you kyle
2: yeah man so i'm really looking forward to this i think this is if you're listening to this on the on friday on the on the re-air and you're missing out, like Bob said, uh, 6.15 Central Time every Thursday now going forward. Uh, I'm still going to be dropping a, a, a very a short waiver wire podcast every Tuesday. It's going to be like 15, 20 minutes tops, just super quick um, to get you set for what you should be looking at off the wire uh, every week. But for now, those the uh, the preview shows are going to be in, in this format. Really looking forward to it. If you guys uh, have any questions for the show, you can always hop onto the live stream and drop them there. Uh, or if you're following us on Twitter, you can drop them there as well, but, uh, feel free to always hit us up with any of those questions that you have, but let's, for now, man, we're going to, we're going to be diving into some start sits. So we, we brought some great guests on. We're going to highlight some players that we like, maybe some players that we want to fade this week. Uh, and, and and so that to help you guys set those lineups. So we're not going to dive into every single matchup, every single game, all those breakdowns. Um. But we are going to highlight some of these players that we really like or maybe we want to avoid heading into the week. And, of course, we're looking to head into week three. So, uh, Bob, the three-toed warrior, why don't, you, why don't you kick it off? This is our first live stream. This is your feed and everything. Uh, so, <laughs> yeah, why don't good. you drop the first uh, the first start here and we'll kick it around the room.
0: All right. I'm going to start with I got a couple here. So, let's start with Mr. Trubisky. Guy's got some great games flying up here. And this is one of them. Uh, great opportunity. I got him 11th quarterback. Isn't great, but if you're streaming, it's pretty nice. If you're doing the uh, super flex, it's a great thing. I got him about nine high from consensus, which is around 20. I think he's having a good game. I think he's playing Atlanta. I don't think. I know he's playing Atlanta. And uh, Atlanta's good at one thing, not winning games, but putting up a lot of points in the uh, in an effort <laughs> to, to win games. And so if they continue with that, now granted they played some high-scoring offenses themselves, if they continue that, you know he's going to be trying to keep him in close and chucking the ball himself, and so so it should be good. Henry uh, Barbosa, the uh, the Samoan says, "What's Jernigan drinking? Jernigan, what's you drinking?
2: <laughs> Heineken. Oh, Heineken.
0: Wipe oh. his Heine with that. <laughs> All right, and we'll also give uh, give Barbosa the, uh, the, uh, the 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 Samoan the first question. And we'll start in early. Start Drew Sample, Cincinnati tight end or God. whoever Mooney is, um, <laughs> in uh, Chicago wide Chicago, receiver. <laughs> Chicago, okay, thank you. <laughs> I had to look that up for a second. Uh, sample?
3: Any, any thoughts from you guys? Well, if I had to choose one, I would probably be Drew Sample because he is their tight end, number one, whereas in Mooney, there's other people in that offense like David Montgomery, uh, Allen Robinson, even uh, what's his name, Anthony Miller, who didn't do much last week, but they are in that offense that will see more more targets and touches. I would would have imagined, and we saw what uh, Joe, the rookie Joe Burrow did last week when Sample was in. You know, after um, what's his name went down and was hurt. So Uzoma. Uh, yeah, Ozoma, a rookie tight end. I mean, or excuse me, a rookie. Uh, Quarterback tends to lean on a on a running back or a tight end like that, so I'm going sample here. Yep,
0: we only had one game sample if size, I mean... but it was good.
1: <laughs> Classic it for you, like, Bob. As soon as 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 soon as his own went down, um, it wasn't only that he he got sample got targeted. I think five times. In the next like two drives, it was that they were in third down opportunities. There were times where the ball needed to be uh, won, and it just seems like yeah, he just he just leaned on him. So I'm going to go sample, and sure. I, I'm actually looking for a big game.
0: There you go, Darren Gray says, "Cheers, fellas! Right back at you, ya. and y'all keep throwing those questions out there. We're more than glad to answer them during the show." Um, Bob, won't we? The other Bob, won't you? We, we give you one of your sits or starts, excuse me.
1: Oh, so my big start for tonight, and uh, start tonight. Is, uh Visca Chenault from the Jacksonville Jaguars. Uh, lots of opportunity for him. I think um, I just checked the the report, and Byron Jones is inactive tonight, which means that um, Xavier Howard, I assume, would be on um, one of the other wide receivers there. Uh, I believe it's uh, Chris Conley, maybe uh, Keelan Cole. So it looks like Chenault is going to have a much easier matchup without Byron Jones. Um, and, uh, yeah, I'm looking forward to it.
0: All right. Anybody, uh,
3: who's next? Uh, let's go to your Detroit BC. My big start of the week is no surprise. It's Kenyon Drake playing my lions this weekend in Arizona. Uh, as you said, in the opening of the show, Atlanta's not good at winning games, but they put up points. The Detroit lions are not good at anything, but giving (laughs) up points. So it's it's the exact opposite thing here. So, I mean, I, you know, that, you know, the, those kind of people that, you know, they can dish it out, but they can't take it. And if, you know, you have, it has to be a, you know, a two way street. I'm fully aware that the Lions are no good and that that's my lifelong dream is to see them win anything. Sunday is not, that's not going to happen. Kyler Murray, the, the entire Arizona Cardinals offense is a start and it starts with Drake here. And again, if you have him on your team, you're not going to sit him, especially in such a plus matchup here. I have him around 18 or 20 carries. Uh, 85 yards on the ground is his floor this weekend. My, in a bold prediction I made a few days ago, 140 yards on the ground for Kenyon Drake this, this Sunday. So, uh, fire up Drake, fire up any Cardinal on offense that you can get your hands on this weekend.
0: Yeah. The, uh, it's early in the season, but the Lions are looking like they like to give up points. So you are, you are correct there. What else is new? Right. Uh, James Wagner says late entry. Does anyone like the Browns this
2: week for a solid survivor pick? So to, to win survivor pick style. Yeah. I mean, they're playing Washington. Uh, and I know Washington played tough week one, got the W kind of back down to earth against the Cardinals. Um, Browns had 10 days to repair. So I, I have no problem taking any team 10 days to repair against uh, D- Haskins right now. So I, I take that in, lock it in. If you're looking for a good DFS play, I know that we mentioned those guys. As, I mentioned them as the streamer on my waiver wire show. They were only 17% owned. They're probably obviously more owned now. But, you know, the Browns DST and, and uh, as a pick in uh, Survivor Pool, I, I dig it.
0: I got a head nod the opposite direction from you, the other Bob.
1: Yeah, not feeling it. I'm going to talk a little bit about the Browns a little later. Um, Washington is a bad football team, but I think this is kind of a mismatch. I think the Browns and Washington kind of go with, go against each other. Like, Browns are a much better team. Washington has a chance. I'm going to talk a little bit about that a little bit later.
2: Awesome.
0: Uh, Jeez, let's a, I like let's it. Get, uh, let's get, yeah, I like yeah. it. Yeah. Right, let's get one more uh, sit, start question here before we head to uh, journey again. So <clears throat> he says DJ uh, more, I assume uh, or David probably, Johnson. Like
2: David Johnson. Yeah.
0: Okay. Or David Johnson uh, or Pittman or Mike Williams and half PPR.
2: Anybody yeah, got preference here? I'll, I'll, I'll take I'll take that. For me, it's still David Johnson. I know the matchup is is a little tough um, for him this week, uh, but I, I still think that with with Pittman, we saw him have a lot of playing time. That was that was good, but the numbers ne- weren't necessarily theirs. Uh, and with Williams, I really liked Mike Williams in week two because I liked seeing what we saw at a tie Tyrod in week one, throwing it deep uh, and and giving op- opportunities for those jump balls uh, to Williams, but. Uh, when Herbert came in, you know, he, he was running this offense more like we've seen over the last few years, uh, you know, targeting Keenan Allen, getting the running backs involved. Uh, so I, I think Johnson is still still the way to go there of those three. I'm with you.
3: It goes uh, Johnson, Mike Williams and Pittman in that order for me.
2: All right, and uh, he
0: did verify David Johnson was the intention. Good. All good. Thank you, sir. All right. Jernigan, you've got some of my favorite sit uh, starts, I should say and a sit that I disagree with, but we'll get there later. Um, so uh, which one are you go on with here on your start?
2: Uh, yeah, we don't, we don't got them. All uh, right. yeah. uh, Journey, if you can hear us, if you want to bounce out and then maybe come back to see if you can get the mic uh, going, but we can't hear you. Uh, I'll, I'll take i I'll, I'll roll into my start as we're getting yeah. uh, Mike back connected here. So, uh, my start of the week uh, he's gonna be a little, he's gonna be pretty trendy I think from a DFS perspective because his price tag is is set pretty low I've seen him already touted on some DFS articles but I think this is a guy that you need to start no matter what even in in, in your regular uh weekly fantasy leagues and that's Joshua Kelly uh really saw some nice things out of him the first two weeks of the season as we were kind of debating in the offseason whether it was be him or Jackson and right out of the gate you know Josh Kelly really really stood out and earned his playing time already uh he's He's already tied for sixth in the league in attempts with 35 rush attempts. Uh, and he gets the dream matchup this week against the Carolina Panthers. This is a must start. Any running back you can find against the Panthers, you play him. Um, Carolina is already dead last in, in two short games already uh, in the league as far as up going up into the run. They're giving up six rushing touchdowns through two games, three to Josh Jacobs in week one, three to the Tampa Bay Bucks last week. But it doesn't stop there. If you flip the calendar back to 2019, over their last seven games, they've given up seventeen rushing touchdowns. It's they're ungodly horrible against the against the run. Yeah. So uh you got to get Josh Kelly in your lineup. I would I have him as my running back seventeen this week. I'd play him over Mark Ingram, Kareem Hunt, Todd Gurley, David Johnson. This guy is a slam dunk play this week, even in your in your regular leagues. He's gonna be a pretty trendy DFS play, but uh man, I'm I'm trying to lock J- Josh Kelly into all my lineups that I have.
0: Josh
2: Kelly versus Mike Davis.
0: Seventeen for each of us. Twenty-eight for each of us.
2: Yeah, I'm I'm slam dunking, Josh Kelly. All
4: right, Kelly. You want to David. There you go. First wager wall bet. All right. <laughs> all right. All right. All right. How about now, guys? Now oh, got
2: him.
0: There you oh, go.
4: I don't know what happened there.
0: That's all good. I think you got offended because I said that I didn't, uh, I didn't like one of your sits, and so you're like, oh, I, I can't
4: say anything there. What's uh, funny is I kept trying to butt in on all the comments we talked about before, and I'm like, are these guys just ignoring me? What's happening right now? More than likely, oh.
2: well, yeah. We, we thought, I thought maybe you, you, uh, you blew the mic out trying to, to get in that conversation about how good the Lions were. In trying wah,
3: wow, That's all I heard. Wow, wow,
0: <laughs> All right, Darren, again, why don't you give us one of your starts for the week?
4: All right. I'm going to go with Darius Slayton for the Giants. Saquon Barkley, Sterling Shepard, both injured. I mean, we've seen it every year. It seems like some wide receiver on a completely awful team does really well because they have to throw the ball to someone. Um, I, I think Slayton is going to be really good at some point in his career. He's got the deck kind of stacked against him in New York right now, but, um, he's already in week one he had six for 102 and two touchdowns so like he's showing flashes of being that guy anyway I know it's against San Francisco which a lot of people might look at and think that's a bad matchup but they are wildly banged up after last week that offense is going to be struggling without Jimmy G and Raheem Mostert and Tevin Coleman and Kittle is still questionable then on the defense Nick Bosa and Son Thomas are both out for the week if I'm not mistaken I think the the matchup is going to look tougher on paper than it's actually going to be, and I think they're going to force feed him the ball due to lack of options.
0: Okay. Okay.
2: All right. I, I like I like the call, journey. I think they're. Di- I think this was a matchup that we kind of, especially when you were looking at uh, Daniel Jones, like oh boy, he's got a San Fran week three just piling on the rough matchups for this Giants team. But I think by the time we got here, man, uh, it's looking a little bit different. And when you say you know Sterling Shepard's going to be out for the week. He's been placed on IR, so he's going to miss up to three weeks. And obviously Saquon Barkley is already m- is going to be gone for the Giants as well. So this went from having like, you know, Barkley and four really above av- you know, either average or above average options with the wide receivers and tight ends. And now it's it's literally just, you know, Slayton, Tate, and and Ingram. And uh, but I think on, on both sides of the ball that uh, that 49ers defense being banged up is huge. So I like the call, man.
4: Yeah, with Bosa and Thomas both out, like I'm not sure how much pressure they're even going to get on Jones, and that's they kind will. of been... that
1: offensive line is trash. Me, well me, it you, is. The five the five of us on this group chat can get to Daniel Jones
4: right
0: now. <laughs> <laughs> I mean, we'll, we'll see. We'll see. <laughs> All right, uh, one more, one quick question from Mr. Darren Gray. I think he's setting his lineup here. Um, we love it. Before I get to my guy, so he says Kelly or McKinnon. Uh,
2: Ooh. I, I can take, I'll take this one quick and then I'll let these guys jump in on it. But, uh, you know, we'll just, I'll say it now. McKinnon's one of my sits. I, I think that when I, when I'm seeing where he's being ranked right now, I just don't think he's, he's startable. I think the game script, um, you know, is, is, is going to lean towards uh, San Fran still be up in this game. I know we just talked about that, but I, I think it's going to be easier for them to lean on, lean on, uh, on Jeff Wilson in this matchup. I don't think the opportunity is going to be there where they're just going to be uh, getting in, getting McKinnon involved as much in the passing game. So I got McKinnon at, uh, at RB32. I think he's an okay flex if you need, but I'm not playing him over any of the other waiver wire guys from this week like Davis, uh, Jeff Wilson, even on his own team, Henderson, uh, and Josh Kelly. I'm rolling all of those guys. And even if he's in a flex, I'm probably rolling whatever wide receiver option you have in either half or full PPR.
0: All right. So I'm going to flip over to one of my starts, which is one a Jernigan sits and I don't understand it. So... Flight. <laughs> <laughs> all right so that is uh who the hell is that that is <laughs> yeah, you know. that's uh Robbie Anderson now I'm not saying that he's your wide receiver one or two I got him ranked at 29 and nine above consensus at 38 but I absolutely love him in a start three or as your first or second flex I don't know how you can sit him he is getting the targets which for Robbie Anderson he is not a target guy year after year and this year he's getting the targets So and he's getting them short, he's getting them long, he's getting them everywhere. When you get a guy who can in a a PPR, a half PPR anyway, maybe not in a standard, but actually probably even a standard with his potential, he can get. But he's getting around eight, nine, ten targets a game. If he's gonna get that and he's gonna catch some balls with it, and he can go for a seventy-five yard touchdown any game, period. How don't you start him as your flex?
4: Well, I'll tell you how you don't start him. Get him during a (laughs) control. (laughs) <laughs> because those two games where he's having blow up numbers were against Las Vegas and Tampa Bay. Who I think Tampa Bay has the tools to be a decent defense, but I don't think they're they've gelled all the way yet. Um, and you're talking about them going up against the Chargers, who have a very good defense. And by the way, the Panthers don't have CMC in the lineup that the defenses have to focus on. But I Malcolm just don't means they have to throw more. Well, he is going to have to throw more, but how many of those passes is he going to complete? I mean, I I just don't think you have elite talent at quarterback. I think that defense is going to be too good, uh, again, without having to focus on much of the running game. And I just think I'm I'm scared to start any Panthers this week, Mm -hmm. obviously. Maybe Davis, uh, but I'm a little nervous about that team. To be fair,
0: to be fair, the Chargers did hold the Chiefs to twenty-three points, and the Chiefs are a very capable team.
4: So there's right. that.
0: That's
4: right. Chiefs <laughs> the Chiefs cap- have a that.
2: capable team. That's the that's a that's a nice thing to say about Kansas City. Yeah. But that Chargers
4: capable. defense is for real.
2: Yeah, I, I don't I know. those corners are pretty solid. I get it what you're saying. I don't BC- normally
3: I don't normally do this. I'm always good at like picking a side and, and and running with it. But in terms, it just to, you know, right down the middle, I don't want to see you guys fight and break up the, the group here. Uh, <laughs> on the first show. <laughs> yeah. To, to me, Rob owning Robbie Anderson on your team is a luxury, right? His ADP, you know, a couple, a month or two ago was way down. So if you own Robbie Anderson, more than likely, it was just a depth piece. You already drafted four, maybe even five wide receivers on your team to begin with. So for him to start the season back to back 100 yard plus uh, receiving games is a luxury. So uh, I would start him at your own risk. I could argue both ways, sit him, start him. But at this point, he's a luxury to own. And I would imagine, I would assume all of us here and all of us watching, if it's now or Friday, we have better options. So Start him at your own uh, at your own leisure, I would say. To me, if I had to choose a side, I'm sitting
0: Anderson this week. All right, so here's who I have ranked behind him: Jarvis Landry, Marvin Jones, mm, Jerry Judy. That one actually I would question. Uh, and Michael Dam
2: Gallup. Sorry, Kyle. <laughs> Wrong.
4: <laughs> I, I was going to say I think I might rather have all four of those.
2: All right, that's yeah. fine. That's fine. Yeah, I, I would take I would take Landry and Gallup of that group, but um, oh, that, yeah. I don't have a problem take going not going uh going with him over Marvin. I think those guys are pretty similar um in what they produce uh, as far as just kind of a little bo- boom bust, but I do like the targets Anderson's getting right now. I and mean, he's right there with, with DJ Moore in this offense.
4: Well and, and and that's what I was gonna say is maybe we should put it this way is if you're Projected to lose by a lot. Maybe he's a start because I think his ceiling is high, but I think his floor is really low.
2: Yeah, like I, I think playing him, like if I like if I want to, if I'm looking at a, my last roster spot, and I want to play it. Say, if you could roll somebody out there, like maybe maybe Golden Tate, some somewhere, like kind of kind of similar to that. Maybe you feel a little bit better about him getting, you know, five seven targets and converting those into you know five six catches versus Robbie a might be looking at you know uh, a little less uh, safe floor but man that ceiling is is usually pretty high
0: all right why don't we flip over to one of your other uh sorry bashed one of your cowboys why don't you uh, talk about one of your other starts
2: uh, uh yeah i'll take i'll take it i'll man cd lamb it's it's not a question about if he should be in your in your lineup as a flex it should be what other receiver are you dropping out of your wide receiver slot uh to permanently put CD lamb there this guy's already arrived it's two games in this team is going to continue to chuck the ball. Last week, it got you know publicized obviously big time that that high scoring game against the Falcons. That's every week. This Cowboys defense is absolute trash. It will continue to be trash, and they're gonna have to keep continuing to chuck the ball. And CeeDee Lamb might already be if if not the number one, the number two option in this offense. And it doesn't mean that all three of these guys can't have really nice value, but this week especially, CeeDee Lamb is a must start. He's wide receiver eighteen for me. Uh, he tied for the team league in targets in the team lead in targets last week with nine. Uh, and this is from PFF so I'm not stealing this from anybody uh, but I found this and I usually don't just uh, you know plagiarize stats but this is awesome. So CD lamb ranks second in the NFL it snaps in the slot and he with and he has 10 catches for 132 yards that's third in the NFL. the Seahawks have given up 412 yards to slot receivers through two games um So I, I just think that CD lamb is going to completely eat this week He needs to be in your lineup I'm playing him over cooper Cup. I'm playing them over the Cleveland, either Cleveland wide receiver, both Bengals wide receivers, Stephon Diggs, Marquise Brown, like all those guys, Keenan Allen. I'm rolling CeeDee Lamb, man. I think this is going to be a huge game for all the Cowboys wide receivers. Um, In addition, all the slot wide receivers, man, through two games this year, uh, Seattle has given up at least six catches and 70 yards to six wide receivers in two games. I, I think it's possible that all three Dallas wide receivers put up at least that six and 70 and uh, with a few of those fine in the end zone. So, CD Lamb, man, slam dunk start this week.
4: Um, All right. uh, Go ahead. Sorry. For for those of you who aren't familiar with my work, I love to watch college tape and try to figure out where they're going to go in drafts. Like, I'm a big tape guy, and I was lucky enough to be on the SmackDown preseason, and we talked about the Cowboys offense, and I told Kyle, and if I recall correctly, I don't think he believed me, but I said Lamb was going to be the second-best wide receiver on this team before the year was done. I had no idea what was going to happen in week two. Lamb is the real deal. That dude can make plays.
0: All right. Before we flip over to the other Bob for his first controversial sit, um, at least in my opinion, uh, let's go over to uh, Darren Gray with a question. He says, who you got tonight, the beard or the mustache?
2: The mustache, um, all day. Mustache. going. I'm going no. go with the Falcons. We'll see. Anyone anyone listening to the rear is going to know who's smart here, but I'm going with
0: my I enemy. think it's a fun game, period. That's the tough part. These but, guys yeah. are going to I get to see them on the sidelines just talking crap to each other the whole game, it, playing with the most It's not going
1: to be a Super Bowl preview, but it's two guys with nothing to lose. That yes, matter. exactly. That's
0: it. Well, one guy yeah. with nothing to lose. One guy with a lot no, to lose. Yeah,
1: fair
0: enough. Fair enough, fair enough. <laughs> yeah. He has a lot to lose. He's trying to actually not – tank for trevor himself or whatever <laughs> <laughs> i'm not gonna let y'all do it all right and before we move on we'll ask one more this is from the samoan he says what about scary terry i think that's an easy auto start right yeah Out near 12 this week for two anyway or one? Mm-hmm. there you go all right uh bob who do you got for that controversial sit
1: so I, I pulled a couple of controversial sits here. Um, yeah, I, I don't it. know which one is which. I, I kind of, um, I, I, took this through like a DF lens because a lot of the guys you draft them out of stardom. You're not, you're not sitting at a second or third round pick for someone in most cases. So, um, I, am not sure which guy you're talking about, but I'm gonna go with Nick Chubb, sure, as my controversial sit. Um. This Washington team is not good at very much, but the front seven really isn't a joke. Their, def- the, their defensive line is made up of four first-round picks, take the four last consecutive years. That's 2020 Chase Young, 2019 Montez Sweat, 2018 Duran uh, Payne, 2017 Jonathan Allen. They can get at the quarterback. They can blow up plays in the backfield. No problem. They kept uh, 50 to 57 rushing yards. They kept Arizona running backs to 93 rushing yards. Something about this game tells me that it is not Nick Chubb's day. This is a Kareem Hunt week. Um, unfortunately, if you drafted, you're probably going to start him. But if you have the option to switch him out, I'm taking I love Hunt in EFS this week. And I'm uh, sitting, I say sitting in air quotes, sitting Nick Chubb.
4: All right. well, I, I love that call. This Washington team, the more I watch them, they remind me of uh, Ron Rivera's Panthers teams when he had Josh Norman and who's turned out by the way to look like a crappy cornerback on every other team because the front 7 was so good they just they blow up everything at the line and the corners don't have to be good because they don't have to cover for as long as other teams and i there's so much fun to watch the fact that he is just kind of Ron Rivera that is has stepped into a situation so much like those really great Panthers teams maybe I'm not quite there with the offense but Whatever, but the defense is so similar to those teams. I love watching it. All
0: right, before we move on, uh, back to Jernigan here for his next one. Well, we have some of these dynasty guys on the show. Uh, Eddie A, a friend of the uh, show, frequent listener to the live streams, participants says, "Shh, shh. no, tank for Trevor Curse." Flop for Fields is much better. <laughs> Flop for Fields. <laughs>
1: he's, uh, he's actually on IAD Sports College. Um, Eddie is one of our contributors on the IAD Sports College show. The guys have been doing a uh, bang up job there for us. And uh, college football has been a blind spot of mine for a long time. And these guys just listen to him every week. A lot of fun. Um, so. All
0: right. Look at that. Eddie getting a little promotion. Yeah.
1: <clears throat> All right. All right. Uh,
0: Journey Gun, let's hit up one of your. Um, Oh, ha, ha Let's go to one of your stars, Mr. Tyler Higman. Hey. All right. Oh, uh, we kind of not touched directly. on this
4: before the show started a little bit, that this week is interesting for tight ends. You know, Kittle, even if he plays, I'm not sure where he's going to be at exactly. There's some tough matchups for some other tight ends. Um, and, and, like, some of the guys you thought might be good aren't really having good years yet. So, I mean, I guess that makes it a typical tight end year. You don't know who to <laughs> sure. start. The week. Sure. But and It's
0: uh, a touchdown, right?
4: Yeah. Tyler Higbee, for me, with Cam Akers injured, that run game is going to be, you, you're you not sure where it's going to be at. Um, the Bills have a solid pass defense, which could limit touchdowns to the wide receivers Higby could be the benefactor in that. I, I, the Rams are playing really good football right now. I still think they're going to get some points. they got to come from somewhere, and I'm just not sure where it's going to come from. And Tyler Higby, to me, seems like a good dart throw to at least catch a touchdown.
0: Yeah, I, like, I personally like Higby. I got him up at number three, but I think it's really, really hingent on hingent. Ooh. Contingent. Hashtag that bad word. No hinge. Hinge word now. Hinging. I am hinging. googling that when I'm done. Hinge. <laughs> um That's been Bob's word of the week. Hinge. Got to replace on. those cabinet hinges. That's right. <laughs> Shut your face. Um, on those touchdowns, he's not getting a ton of targets, which is a little scary if he doesn't get the touchdowns. And Cooper Cup actually comes back to life. So, but. Touchdown game is the life of your tight ends. One so.
2: well, one thing I'll men- mention, not that I don't I I like Higby a lot this week. He's tight end six for me. He's obviously had a had a nice <laughs> week two. It's crazy, but he's he's really shown that he's the guy for the Rams. So if you if you took the chance on him, you know, drafted him in uh, those you know round six through eight or whatever, I think you're happy with that. I'm starting him at tight end. But if you're looking like maybe you maybe you ended up with two tight ends or Higby fell and you and you add him to your roster like. Just keep like for me, make a note like Matt Milano and Edmonds for the Bills. There are two linebackers that were out last week uh, that let Mike, Mike Kosicki run all over him uh, for I think but the second or third most yards in the NFL last week um, is that could limit Higby just a bit. So I wouldn't get crazy and like plug him into a flex over like maybe a solid guy that you might usually be playing there. But if he's your tight end, man, you're definitely happy that you have him. And I think that's a great call um to feel like he's a for sure start.
0: Yeah, when you're looking at defense, definitely watch out. That Milano a tough cookie. Um, welcome back, Bob. Changes back thank to the you, studio. <laughs> I just okay. dropped out and just K- kept on I rolling. Feel better already. <laughs> it's got the Barry White voice back, so we're good. Perfect. <laughs> All right, uh, Beastie. I think we're at you for your next one. You want to give us uh, one of your starts? You got a few here. Yeah, absolutely. So
3: the next one for me is like. Uh, it's a slam dunk, as as we've said a few times on this podcast. It's DK Metcalf for me, uh, Seattle's wide receiver. Uh, he's a stone cold stud. I, I've been saying it for months now. I love him to be the the guy in Seattle over Tyler Lockett. I've not, I, I don't want to bash Tyler Lockett because that's not what you guys have asked me to do here this evening but going against but that's ever stopped you uh, dang away. dang <laughs> but I want to shine the light on DK Metcalf it's not about locket so if you look at what yeah. Metcalf has done and what he will continue to do he's a stone cold stud he's the wide receiver I'm starting in all formats across the board and especially this weekend against Dallas who is they're they didn't, they haven't looked good the last two games. They squeaked out a win in uh, at home against Atlanta last week. And I think DK Metcalf absolutely goes nuts this weekend. I have him, let me check my rankings real quick. I have him for about five or six receptions, uh, 100 yards, and a touchdown. So you can count the touchdown. Uh, I'm willing to uh, go in on a Bob's three toed bet. I don't know uh, what, that, <laughs> what that's about, but I'd be willing to bet that. Uh, DK Metcalf scores a touchdown this weekend, and uh, lo and behold, I have him at about uh, wide receiver, let me look, at about 8, 17 or 18. I would start him, as I said, over guys like Tyler Lockett, Keenan, Keenan Allen, OBJ, uh, T.Y. Hilton, and even uh, Hollywood Brown. And again, it's all in in close. I said, you know, DK is at, uh, what did I say, 18, and all those guys I listed are right below him, you know, in those Nineteen, twenty spots. So start DK Metcalf with confidence. And what I noticed about five minutes ago, while you guys were chatting, you know, and and uh, disagreeing with each other, I don't have any any controversial starts or sits. I, I, all my stuff is it's just cookie cutter this week. I guess I'm, I guess I'm you know trying to take the week off and just float by, but nothing's uh, too controversial for me today.
0: All right. Well, let me see if I can help with that matter. Um, my start. This is another flex start. I like those flex starts that are. That aren't the guys you're expecting to put in as that wide receiver three or that flex, but it's Mr. Corey Davis this week. I got him at 27 consensus is 39 on fantasy pros. That's 12 up and half PPR. So that's not, not bad. I'm it's a high end third wide receiver or high end, uh, first flex, whatever you want to call it. Maybe even the low end, second, flex, second wide receiver. If you got one of the guys that got hurt and you need him. Okay. So Corey damn Davis, who gives a damn? He's nothing amazing. Okay, sure. But is A is AJ Brown? Damn it, drink. <laughs> <laughs> I got my second one now. That's a name he, disease. It's real. It's a right. name disease. It is. So AJ Brown probably won't play. That's gonna lend more targets to him. And I can't remember who are they playing this week. Oh, I can remember Minnesota. They suck at playing defense on <laughs> wide receiver. So. Um yeah, fire him up all day long. I don't see why not in the flex. that's your one?
1: <laughs> I have to say this about you Bob, when you when you pick a guy you stick to it. And that and Cory Davis really is like tough. the, he, the Corey Davis is the crush you're going to die on this year. And uh, uh that and
0: Singletary. <laughs> right, fair,
2: well, fair. that one might well, hurt so, more. But so here's here's the thing, though. See, Bob Bob's been listening to podcasts for all these years. He's but he finally got into the game this year. I think it's just one of those like uh it's just one of those like badges of honor. Like everybody that has a podcast has to at one point tout Corey Davis. Bob's just five years behind everybody <laughs> else, so he's got to catch up. <laughs> or
0: or like uh, when I say like last week I sat someone that I have particularly. I'm sitting this week who I put at 20 and he finished either 20 or 21. I can't remember which. I'm like, I've got to roll with that. You know, it sounds good. But anyway, Yeah. all right, I'll talk about that guy when we come back around in two, two goes. So, uh, Kyle, you want to give us one of your sits? Let's move over to sits for you.
2: Yeah, so I'm going to go with... Um, you already mentioned McKinnon, so... Yeah, so I'll go I'll go with Drew Brees. I, I think that, um, you know, I've seen a lot of people like really bury this guy already. I, I don't know if he's somebody that I'm looking to like drop in my leagues now, If It's a one QB league, a lot on the wire, like in your just play you're just all pretty much streaming like you can drop Drew Brees uh in that case, but I'm still trying to hang on to him. But I would try to roster a second quarterback for you know this week or you know maybe over the next couple weeks till Michael Thomas comes back. Uh yeah, he didn't look great on uh on Monday night against the Raiders, but uh you know he didn't have his best target out there. And we all know yeah, yeah, he's getting older. But this matchup against the Packers is is some a team that's kind of kept everybody in check for the most part. Uh, through the first two weeks, Kirk cousins who might be even worse than we thought after throwing <laughs> three picks last week. Um, you know, he needed a late, late touchdowns to, to pull himself out of that one under 300 yards, but two touchdowns. And then Stafford last week got the early one, uh, the early touchdown to Jones, but still only ended up with two touchdowns. So I think breeze he's for me is what he's quarterback 19. Um, he's just not an auto star. Like he would be most of the time or we might've thought coming into the season. So I, if you're listening live, like I I'd start the guys tonight, Um, both of them over him, but I'd still start uh, Ryan Tannehill uh, who was a streaming option that you picked up maybe over the last couple weeks uh, in his matchup, Uh, and Trubisky that Bob mentioned earlier against the Falcons I think the game strip is going to help him out a lot so it feels weird to ever say that we're going to bench Drew Brees in prime time at home, (laughs) Uh, but without Michael Thomas, I kind of I'm not against using an extra roster spot to maybe add one of those guys and and, uh, plug and play and look for a bigger week Crime,
0: uh, before we move on, let's uh, again. You want to address Eddie A and his comment here? He says, Dynasty News, Breaking News,
4: uh, yeah. two
0: top 10 wide receivers in 2021 draft, op back in Randell Moore from Purdue and Ja, uh, Tashad Bateman from Minnesota will only help their stock.
4: And I think we're going to see more of this going forward now that more and more <coughs> are coming back and you know starting to play and things like that. And I think. I don't. I feel like I'm. I I'm risking opening a can of worms, but there is a lot of fear revolving around COVID and now. A lot of leagues are kind of obviously we're we're talking about NFL football right now, and that was sure. something we weren't sure was going to happen right back then. So I think a lot of guys who have opted out are going to start coming back, and that's great for college football. And uh, Rondell Moore is a complete dude. Rashad Bateman is great too, but. This, this wide receiver class as a whole is just completely outstanding, and I, I love that these guys are coming back to school.
0: All right, there we go. Um, and with that, uh, next up, let's give uh, the other Bob his other controversial
1: sit. Okay, this this is a controversial sit until you, you watch the tape from the week and that is at tight end. Again, if you draft him, you're not actually sitting him. So I'll say like sitting in air quotes. Um, okay. That's Darren Waller. Definitely. something you should uh, stay away from in DFS. Um, so far this year, 18 catches of 148 and a touchdown. Um, it's a great stat line to start 2020. However, he is facing the new England Patriots. Belichick, uh, loves taking away any single weapon on a team yep. and what else does the team have hunter renfro not mm-hmm. really an athletic specimen sorry eddie it's clemson guy there um rugs brian edwards you got a couple of rookies darren waller is the guy the, the go-to receiver on this team you saw the way he was used during last week belichick said um and i have the quote it's been a long time since we've seen a guy like this and in this typical Joe Belichick way, you got to read between the lines. The second line that he did not say is, watch me shut him down next week. Um, <laughs> yeah,
0: that's, that's, a, that's a very Belichick thing to do, though, right?
1: Yeah, I, I picked up uh, Mike mm-hmm. Kosicki, three for 30 against New England. Disley, um, two targets, one catch for nine yards. So tight ends haven't been good against New England this year anyway. And I think that's going to be even uh, exacerbated this week against Bill Belichick. Okay.
2: Do you, right. do, you, uh, do you think uh would you start um would you start Johnny Smith like that's somebody that somebody could have picked up even after spending the draft capital on on Waller like if you had those two guys would you go with Johnny Smith or would you still lean Waller just lower expectations.
1: I I feel like Johnny Smith is one of the guys that I just I wasn't in on at the beginning and I, I can't get him now. Um The guy who I looked at this uh, week we talked about before Drew Sample that's kind of my plug and play moving forward Um Johnny Smith should be taken in most leagues. Yeah.
0: Yeah. Okay. Uh real quick before we move over to Beastie, uh Darren Gray says standard scoring. Would you start Mr. Mike Davis or DJ Moore? Is that crazy? We're talking about DJ Moore versus Mike Davis. DJ Moore is not <laughs> yes. doing what he was supposed to do. I um,
3: I'm s- sorry to cut you off. I'm staying away. Be. Mike Davis is one of my sits, but I know uh I, I didn't plan on talking about him this evening because I have multiple other guys I'd rather sit and discuss. But Mike Davis is going to be a massive letdown to your fantasy teams, whether it's seasonal or DFS. Let everybody else start this guy. And I, I've seen some wild fab bids the last few days. I'm sure you've seen them too. 60 bucks, 80 bucks, and in, in $100 fab leagues. He's not going to do – people get so – they're so – you know, emotional about losing Christian McCaffrey and they don't know what to do and their head is spinning when they have the guy already, when they have a guy, they can start already on their roster. But it's just like people on Twitter or people on Facebook, you know, tell people what to do in a way and they everybody flocks and follows like lemmings. I want to pick up Mike Davis because I can tell everybody on social media I did that why even bother? I'm staying away from the guy. Uh, P- I've heard people say, Oh, he's g- He's going to have five plus receptions. Don't count on it. He's not even going to get five targets. Uh, that's how I see the things. If you guys disagree, that's the thing, but Mike Davis, I- I'm fading him, especially in DFS, uh, because people are just going to be flocking to this guy and it's just a, a no go for me.
1: Can I ask a-, a question of all the guys about this uh, Panthers team that I've heard a lot of rumors and I just don't know what to make of it on, on Twitter this, this week. I've heard people saying that Curtis Samuel is someone that you should pick up for use out in the backfield. Um, How do you guys think about that?
4: So I I would love to comment on that, actually, because the year that he came out with Christian McCaffrey, I had reservations about CMC because Curtis Samuel, the way he runs – when he gets the ball in his hands, is so similar to CMC. Now, he obviously has not flashed that type of ability, but I think he does a lot of the same things. If he were to carve out a bigger role, I think he can do a lot of those things. I would love it if they would give that guy carries out of the backfield. In fact, he played a little running back in college, and he. I just think if he gets some opportunity – I think he could really be good. Now, is that going to come? I'm not sure. So he's maybe another one of those guys where I think he's been fairly consistent as far as fantasy points go without looking it up. I want to say he's like seven to nine points the first two weeks of the season, something along those lines. Um, And I, I think that's probably a good benchmark for what he's going to do this season unless he is able to take on that role. Okay. I'm
3: glad you oh. brought him up, Bob. Sorry, just two seconds. I mentioned Curtis Samuel in bottom of the barrel this week for that, for DFS purposes. He's super cheap on both sites, and I read I-80, Bob, that, yeah, they might get him some carries in my projections. I have him for three or four carries along with two or three receptions, so why not take that kind of production so cheap for DFS formats? And then health, I would no doubt, with a shadow of a doubt, flex him over Mike Davis this week.
2: He, he's, he's rostered. Curtis Samuel's Samuel's only rostered in 25% of Yahoo leagues right now. So if you're in seasonal leagues as well, like he's somebody that I, I would not want to be anywhere near this week, but I definitely like the idea of having him on my roster and seeing like, Hey, if he, if he does get those, you know, five carries and, uh, and top of some work in the receiving game, man, like he could be somebody that you're plugging and playing because, you know, we're dealing with all these injuries. Bye weeks are coming up, man. You can never have enough depth. So if you're if you're just sitting on somebody that you're not thrilled about at the end of your bench, picking up Samuel and just seeing how this thing, this backfield plays out, is something I'd definitely do.
4: I'm M- starting Samuel at Flex in two leagues this week.
2: <laughs> Classic. M- All right. Jernigan's dropping on the table right now. <laughs> my my, myself, my prayers I, are with
0: you. If I went out and I uh spent that big money on Mike Davis, it was either because I'm playing keep way against my opponent who who had a. Uh, Christian
3: McCaffrey? Uh, yes, Christian McCaffrey. Great. <laughs> so, I mean, the 101. He, he's the best player in football. It's know. like
0: I, not like I don't know his name. I have a name disease. It's real.
3: <laughs> I'd beg to differ that you didn't know
0: his name. Oh, my God. I think we all know I knew his name. All right, so some Christian McCaffrey guy. I got Mike Davis as, as my number 17. Is a, a middle two. That's fine. at running back. But if I went and spent – it's a little high. I know. If I went and spent the money on him – I didn't do it not to play him this week. I'm not going to sit there and spend half my fab on him, quarter my fab on him, just to leave him on the bench for the three weeks that McCaffrey's out. I went out and spent the money because I need him. So I'll, you're probably starting him because you don't have anybody better. That's the way I'm looking at it for anybody who had him, unless you drafted him. And I don't think anybody did. <laughs> so, all right. So uh, now that we're done with that, um, Brian Hagerman says, which two would you prefer to, to roster on your bench in non-PPR? As Kyle would call standard, uh, Will Fuller, God's Brandon scoring. Cooks, not <laughs> Will Fuller, Brandon Cooks, or Sammy Watkins. I'm going Fuller and Cooks. Um, Sammy got his one game in. I think we're done with him, right? Yes. Yeah. true. Yeah. Okay. Sure. All right. All right. That was easy. All right. Let's go over to. We were at uh, BC. Let's. Once you give us one of your sits, whichever one you like the spiciest. We probably got time to go around one or two more times. So
3: Baker Mayfield
0: guys looked awful at first two weeks cleveland in general
3: what are they even doing there and they're playing a washington red excuse me washington football team sorry <laughs> that is is equally or lesser in terms of of a good team so in when it gets to the game i don't think baker's going to have enough uh, you know there's got not enough passes to go around here it's just going to be handoff 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 because i, I assume and i'm projecting them to be ahead in this game so i'm fumbling my words you got me all nervous guys so i'm sitting back in mayfield it's that simple (laughs)
0: all right i'm fine with it myself i'm okay with it anybody you're good all right good all right cool cool let's go
4: over to mike jerry
0: for a uh, quarterback sit that i personally enjoy
4: i'm gonna go with Carson wentz he is uh (laughs) certainly not lived up to his draft capital. You had to get the guy at QB 10 or 11. Yeah, I know I know you have conference alliances, but this guy has just not looked good this year. He's currently quarterback 25 on the season, averaging 12.69 points per game, in fact, and he's only completing 58.5% of his passes, which is horrendous. I know Cincy is a good matchup for a quarterback to get right, but that team, you know, has a lack of receivers. Um, I'm not super stoked about the running game. Like, I can, I can, I could see this becoming a big Miles Sanders game. I mean, if you're talking about the running game, because yeah, it's just I, I don't really know what's going to happen. And I like Joe Burrow, but just Carson Wentz has looked so bad that I, I, I would be scared to start him until you're given reason to otherwise.
0: All right, I'd love to see a big Sanders game. I'd love it. It. Bang-
1: Bengals also had an extra three days to prepare.
0: Yep. True, true. True, true. All right. Let's flip over back to, I think I got everybody two times uh, around there, right? I didn't miss anybody. We'll flip back up to me, I think. And I want to start, if I only got time for one, maybe two more. I want to sit, I mean, Mr. Zacherts. I called him, for, like Kyle, Kyle, the big cheesy smile. Yeah, I'm going to claim it, baby. Uh, I called him tw- tight end 20 last week. He was 20 or 21. Same difference. Whatever. You know, off by one. Sure. I don't think he's done. I don't think he's totally retired and the back, the tight end has just been handed over to Goddard. But it feels like it's leaning that way. They, he should get plenty of opportunity, plenty of targets, and do something with it based on the fact that they don't have much at wide receiver. Um, but you just t- took Jernigan's and my sit, and you add that in there with those extra weeks to prepare, everything else going on, and I'm comfortable sitting him. I got him as tight end 15, just outside the flexes. Uh, that's down 12 spots from consensus three.
2: Uh, anybody hate you, it? Uh, are you are you going? So you're going Johnny over him? I'm
0: probably going just about everyone over him, but let me look. I mean, 15. Hawkins, yeah, Hawkinson.
2: Are you trying to find another one? No, I'm just I'm just asking. Like, if people are really going to sit Zach Ertz, I just don't like. That's the problem with sitting tight end. Like, yeah, yeah, sure. Who do I'll, you, have I'll, that you, can, you can sit him, you know. So you got I'm Johnny Smith. Johnny
0: Smith, Smith out. AJ Green against Minnesota. Yeah, I'll 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 start him. I got him or AJ in there at seven. Yeah, <laughs> damn it. Drink. Jesus. All right. Uh, yeah, I'd start Noah Noah Fant above him. I would start. Hawkinson, Gesicki above him, Dallas Goddard, Jared Cook, Jonas Smith, Hunter Henry, Tyler Higby, Darren Waller. Yeah, there's a lot of names there. I would start above him. Right. Yeah. All right.
2: We'll see. Time will come. That I just think that with Wentz, I mean, yeah, I agree. Like Wentz is playing bad. If you want to get away from him, I have no problem with that. If you can find somebody else you want to plug and play for the week, but I, th- I think it'll eventually come around. We've seen this offense be productive. We've seen both these tight ends be productive without these other wide receivers. I'm not, I'm not panicking yet. If somebody is, then I'm, I'll go buy a Zach Ertz and not have to be in that streaming game anymore.
0: Okay. Okay.
2: Cook versus uh, Ertz? Uh, sure. Uh, yeah, Ertz is tight end three.
3: Yeah, I have him at tight end four this week. Cook at three, Ertz at four. So.
2: All right. Interesting. I like it. All right. All right. Uh, who's next? <laughs> Kyle. <laughs> I, I'm going to go uh, with a guy that you're probably already looking to get him the hell out of your lineup as it is. Uh, but I'm going to go with T.Y. Hilton. Uh, I was I, I had him ranked uh, out, just outside the top 30. I wish I, I wanted to just bear in even more, to be honest with you guys. I think the game script oh, is yeah. not going to go his way. They're playing the Jets. Uh, we saw last week when they played the Vikings, they took him off the field. Um, you know, they had Michael Pittman out there, even after Campbell got injured, they had Michael Pittman out there. Uh, they had Pascal out there. Hilton only played 42 snaps, which is 58% for the Colts. I think with, with Hilton and T- and with Hines, unless their game script is going to be that they're chasing points uh, in a big way, it's possible that their value is not going to be there. So Hilton is disappointed two weeks in a row. Uh, I think that continues. So you might already be trying to look for alternatives over T.Y. Hilton, but consensus right now over at Fancy Pros has him at wide receiver 22. So there's there's no way he's going to be inside my top 24. Um, like I say, he's my wide receiver 32 for the week, and uh, I'm trying to steer clear of almost everything Colts right now outside of, obviously, JT. I dig it.
0: Uh, let's flip over to Kyle, then... Uh... Go down to BC. You want to slide another one in there? Some sits? yeah. I got,
3: I got two back, back to back. If you don't mind, I can lump them all in the same category. KJ, KJ Hamler for Denver, and Henry Ruggs uh, for Vegas. Now, if you look at these kids, I know like their long-term prospects are they're bright and shiny, but we're talking about this week, week three. Uh, it looked like on Monday night, Ruggs was just a decoy in a way, and I hate using that term because it's. I find it to be Uh, Not personally, but it's like a lazy representation, but he was. The kid is quick. He gets out. He just takes off. He takes a safety and a cornerback with him, and he completely clears out one side of the field for, let's say, a Darren Waller. And he he didn't do much last week. I don't think he's going to do much uh, this week. Same thing with K.J. Hamler. We need to temper our expectations with these kids in in terms of this Sunday. Again, long-term is one thing, but week three is another thing. Hamler, I have him for two or three receptions. 20-30 20 30 yards, nothing crazy. Uh, I feel KJ Hamler is a wait and see, uh, kind of guy. He's on my bench this week, and in, when, in terms of rugs, uh, it's just a lack of usage with him. And not to mention, he's playing New England, and there's this just in, they still have a stud, uh, secondary like Stefan Gilmore, defensive rookie, or excuse me, defensive player of the year. So I'm sitting Hamler and I'm
0: sitting rugs, and I'm not thinking twice. Um um before we flip over to my question my last guy and probably the last guy we cover let's do a couple uh sit starts for our listeners viewers that are so kind as to hang out with us the Samoan says Nikhil Harry versus Keenan Allen and if, as long as you're not playing me I'm going Keenan Allen uh Samoan if you're playing Kyle I don't care which one you put in so <laughs> uh I got uh I got one at 20 and I got Harry down at 52 so I got him just buried, probably lower than he should be looking at it. Uh, Kyle's got him around 42. Yeah. I, and I
1: love Nikhil like Harry it. rest of the season, but if you drafted Keenan Allen, you got to start Keenan Allen. He's just one of those guys who's just so electric. You got to play him. That being said, Nikhil yeah, Harry, yeah, we talked a little bit about earlier. And uh, as far as, you know, Panthers go, um, uh, I, I dig them. Uh, uh, Patriots go Cam Newton. Right. Did, what happened to my audio? <laughs> Something just- I heard you.
0: I got you. Oh. I heard you. I, heard you, I thought I was going to have to make you drink for a second. <laughs>
1: I know. I could, it, I've been doing that. Cam Newton, New England has been messing me up. I've, I've called him a Panther about eight times this season so far. But Cam Newton loves big guys. He loves Greg Olson. He loves uh, Funchess. No one else does. Um, and that means he's got to love Nikhil Harry.
0: There you go. I'm going to start using that line, Kyle, when I uh, get stuck on a player's name. I'm like, what, <laughs> what happened to my audio?
4: <laughs> there you go. My right. off. What happened? <laughs> well, uh, if I may. I wouldn't mind piggybacking on that a little bit. If you are in a tight spot for quarterback, I think you can do worse than Justin Herbert this week. Um, He had a great first start, but he looked a lot better. I mean, for all the talk we heard coming out of Chargers camp about how he was just not ready to start games, I thought he looked pretty darn good against Kansas City, 311 yards, 66.7% completion percentage. And now he's starting against the Panthers, who so far this season have been pretty porous on defense. It's not a bad stab if you're in a tight spot.
2: Yeah, great great matchup uh, at home against Carolina. I, I have my rankings up, so I'll just roll through these guys. But I I, I definitely endorse Jernigan's call there Herbert. I'm playing him over Baker, Daniel Jones uh, against the 49ers. I'm playing him over Kirk Cousins, Teddy B, Mullins, Darnold, Carr, Haskins, like all those guys. It, he's QB 23 for me. I think the matchup's nice and I really like what we saw from him that first week. So hopefully it keeps rolling, and people might have fallen into a QB2 in their superflex leagues.
0: All right. Um, all right, real quick on the question for Mr. Brian Hagerman. He says, Stafford, Trubisky, or Goff. I'm going Trubisky myself. I'm a little high on this week, and I'm probably a little low on golf on golf myself. Uh Kyle, I want to take a quick look at that little ranking. Um yeah. Goff, yeah. Stafford,
3: Trubisky. And looking at, not to be rude, but looking at my Correct. rankings as it stands now,
0: Goff, Stafford, Trubisky for you, Correct. Bob. Other I Bob,
1: Stafford, Goff, Trubisky.
0: <laughs> <laughs> and just to really mix them up, uh, let's go over you, Jared, again.
4: The we cycle is Goff, complete. Stafford, Trubisky. All right, I think uh, I think
2: we hit all the different options. Uh, I don't I'm with know. I'm with I'm with Bob Stafford 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 Goff Trubisky. So, the other Bob, go baby, <laughs> Lions gonna Lions are gonna win this game. Revenge game, bro.
3: That's what they do. They they lose to <laughs> dumpy teams, and then just when you think it can't get any worse, they win big and suck you in.
2: They're going to win this week. Mark yeah. it down,
4: people. Yeah, They're getting to the point of the season where they're only going to start winning to hurt their draft pick. So, <laughs> Yeah, there it's you go.
3: Win. It's only three weeks in, yeah.
4: Well, I know. For the Lions, that's far enough in.
2: <laughs> that's hilarious.
4: Kyle, okay, take uh,
0: Trubisky versus Goff? Trubisky uh, for me.
2: Trubisky versus Golf. Uh, yeah, I, I have him five spots apart. I'm a little bit lower on Golf than I usually am because usually he's a top twelve staple for me. I got him at fourteen, but I'm good I got him at
0: twenty one though. So
2: yeah, you're, you're a joke. <laughs> All right,
0: thanks guys, appreciate <laughs> it. Yeah,
2: yes. Yeah, Brian uh, Ryan in the chat said thanks because we gave him six different answers, but um, <laughs> 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 I love it. <laughs> Sorry, Boyden. buddy.
0: It is what it is, man. We we have our own opinions and we stick with them, you know. Yeah. <laughs>
2: All right. it, 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 uh, of those guys were series, I guess so that's good right for us on the show there, so that's good
0: <laughs> there you go here's the last sit before we sign off and everybody uh, well we'll just get right to it last sit I'm going for uh, I don't trust I don't I don't I don't trust him I don't trust Mr. Bruce Arians who got it out there Um, to uh, say that well he didn't actually come out and say he's the man he just he got a little bench time for fumbling I think he'll be back so and I think Fournette will and him and um We'll split time. So, you mean Ronald Jones? Yep, him Ronald, Ronald Jones. Jones. Damn it, you caught me. <laughs> you caught me trying to hide from it.
2: <laughs> yeah, I, I'm with you on Fournette. As far as yeah, I got him at 22, I don't think he's like a must start. He's coming off a really big game, but I, I play Josh. Mc, I played I played Josh Kelly over him. Um, but I wouldn't like. I'm not playing any of the other waiver guys. Like I'm not playing Mike Davis or or Henderson or Wilson or McKinnon over Fournette. Like I, I'd roll him there, but he's not like a okay. Now I have an RB one now on my team because he had you know coming off one good week. It was against the Panthers, who we've talked about right. already on the show.
0: I would start Josh Kelly over him. I'd start uh, That's all I
2: need to know. Josh
0: Kelly right Robin, here. There you go. All right. It's the week, man. <laughs> there you go. David Johnson's so. kind of in that area. So, yeah. All right. Antonio Gibson. That's probably one that's a little closer <laughs> for people. I don't know. Hate it. Bob was Bob gave me a look like, really. <laughs> there you go. All right so before we go uh this is every week different people on every week just for fun as we usually have done on uh on my show me and kyle will try and be on every week every week with uh three or four uh different voices on here for some fun and uh tune in you can watch the replay on friday mornings on both feeds so whichever one you listen to you can catch it on uh let's go around the room everybody just remind people one more time where you can be found and uh what you got going on so Beastie, you first.
3: Yeah, uh, at Detroit Beastie on Twitter, Chris Robin on Facebook. My bottom of the barrel DFS uh, bargains, scraping the bottom of the barrel is out now. It's pinned to my profile. (laughs) Uh, My rankings will be out and published on Fantasy Pros tomorrow, along with some really nice graphic cards, which I already have done, just the top 10 at each position. So uh, just trying to spread this stuff out instead of inundating everybody with it in their face. You know, in at once. So uh, look for all that tomorrow. Thanks for having me.
0: Awesome. Uh, other Bob,
1: I'm at i80 underscore sports on the Twitter, um, YouTube.com backslash i80sports. We're rolling out NHL every Monday, NFL every Tuesday. We have uh, what what else is left? MLS soccer every <laughs> Wednesday, yep. Thursday. It's a name disease, Bob. It, it's a real <laughs> <laughs>
4: thing. Right.
1: It's contagious, baby. I'm worse than corona. Thursday, we got college football. We just dropped an episode tonight. Check it out. IDSports.com. College football guys doing a great job. And every Sunday, live at 1130 a.m. That is Eastern time. Thank you for having me, Bob.
0: Absolutely. And before I move on to journey again here, I want to know, and I get to be accountable for this because I'm asking you on the air, when they call you the other Bob, does that offend
1: you? No, no. I say I prefer numbers. And then it's like, Bob, you know, you got a lot. Bob like,
0: number two? Now I'm calling you <laughs>
1: Hey, listen. If we if we ever went toe to toe, it'd be five on three. So, oh <laughs> damn! <laughs> oh, thanks.
4: Respect. Oh, Respect. <laughs> All right, Jernigan, over to you, buddy. All right, at Mike Jernigan seventy nine on Twitter. That that's Jernigan. J e r n i g a n. Thank you guys for having me. Absolutely, Kyle.
2: Yeah, guys. Don't forget waiver wire sniping drops every Saturday. Uh, Afternoon. So, if you want to get the jump on the rest of your league, know the guys that you need to pick up before the week's kickoff, and every that everyone's going to be looking for on the wire the following week, and get them for free. Check out waiver wire sniping. It's over at Ball Blast. But if you're following me on Twitter at Fellas, I pretty much just barrage the crap out of your Twitter feeds uh, with that. So there's no way you can miss it. <laughs> <laughs> and gonna and gonna be back on the SmackDown feed on uh, on Tuesday with a quick waiver wire show to get you guys set. But you can always hit me up on Twitter with any uh, start sits at KyleFFellas. And my rankings are going to be up over there as well. Uh, So they'll be linked in the bio. Awesome. Well, I hope everybody listening and watching has had nearly
0: as much fun as we've had. I think we've had a good time on the show. I absolutely appreciate all the guys coming on and making this happen. I appreciate everybody listening and tuning in, watching in, all that good stuff. Appreciate your your reviews, your ratings, your... Stars and your checks and your thumbs up and all those good things. <laughs> I, I was looking down when BC put up his hand. I thought you're flipping off for a second. I'm like, <laughs> I would right. never
2: do that. Well, <laughs> never do that. You know what? The best, the best part that. about this, about this, Bob is I, that I love is like we're literally it was awesome hanging out with you guys for an hour. I love the people that were in the chat. Hopefully, we can see some more people there. But honestly, we get to hang this up and we get to go watch football right now on Thursday night. So you guys, Beautiful. if you want to pre-game with us, not pre-game show, just pre-game, because we're you know. all having a good time. Uh, just come uh, hang out with us every Thursday. I love it, man. This has been a ton of fun. Absolutely. All right. So I can be found on Twitter at Bob's Three Toad,
0: on YouTube at Bob's Three Toad Warriors. Uh, so make sure you hit those wave wires, set your lineups, dominate your opponents. Until next week. See you. BC did his drop and run. (laughs) Love it.